This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Gonna get their attention. Some dude emailed me at $11 when he heard the Envy thing. 11. He's making $1,000 a month now. Marshalls and TJ Maxx. He just listened to me. Downloaded the Amazon app. Instead of playing Madden for four hours a day, he goes to TJ Maxx and Marshalls and he scans every fucking product. And with the first 11, 11, first $11, he bought some sort of shirt that was $4 cost and he sold it for 17 on eBay and he built the whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy, just real. And he scanned it with an app? Like yeah, knowing yeah, download the Amazon app. You scan stuff, you see what it costs. Oh, right, I mean, look, actually, fuck, you're here. Tell him. Just tell them who you are and what you're doing here. Um, well, I actually met Gary through the uh, 27th Foot <laughs> Challenge. Um, I was, my family came from uh, Russia like his parents did. Um, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, high school dropout. I, I, came, I came from Russia too. Yeah. I was born Pop, Pops died when I was 12 years old, high school dropout, wasted my 20s pretty much just chilling and doing nothing productive. Uh, five years ago, I got into the Amazon game, just hustling and flipping and, you know, putting those long hours, 14, 15-hour days. Um, I had less than $11 when I started. I was $100,000 in debt, owed the IRS money, just lost friends. My girlfriend kicked me out of the house. Uh, five years doing Amazon, I grossed uh, $14 million in sales last year. It's called retail arbitrage, right? There's a lot of different business models that you can do. One of them is retail arbitrage, where you just go into stores and scan what they have in the store, see what it's selling for on Amazon and eBay, and there might be a little profit. You might be buying something for 10 and someone's selling it on Amazon or on eBay for 20, and there might be three, four bucks left in it profit for you, and you just scale that out. You go from one item to two to five to 10 to 20, and you build an awesome business for yourself. You get lucky, right? Luck plays into it. You go to a dollar store, they got some weird thing by accident. You buy it for a dollar, it's going for $11. All of a sudden you can buy 40 of them. You can add up. Yeah. But, but it, it sounds easy and it sounds sexy. Oh, it's super hard. The important thing is the hustle. You know, like he said, this guy with 11 bucks was waking up uh, for him. Yeah, you gotta go teach your backs, buy something, take it home, post it, get it on Amazon or eBay, ship it for $4. People are like, fuck that. Right? That's what people, that, fuck that. Without realizing that once you get your game tight. You're doing that scale. Yeah, you can do that scale. You also start getting an eye, right? Like I just even look at the jacket you're wearing. I'm like, okay, this kid, get like he should be going to thrift stores using his eye, buying shit for two bucks and then marketing it on Etsy for 29 as fucking, you know, fashion. I think it's, because I'm, I think a lot of people are always trying to hide it or hedge it. I'm just comfortable within it. I'm comfortable in somebody having wants or needs or expectations of me, I don't think that's a bad trait. I may not be able to deliver on it. There's a million other variables in play, but I'm always in me, there, I have so many meetings where I know they're disguises for an ask, and I always immediately try to make them feel comfortable. I'm like, look, I'm a purebred capitalist entrepreneur. Uh, you know, yes, I have this definite like kind of like fuzzy kind of like family like thing, but. I'm here trying to kill, you know, and so like for you to come here, you don't need to tell me you're changing the world, like or that every time, like I, 
for example, the thing that pissed the shit out of me, all the people that started the companies were like, buy one umbrella and I'll give one umbrella to somebody that needs it. That whole, t- you know, Tom's Shoes did it out of early place but then everybody did it and everybody was using charity and good and meanwhile, if you dissected their business, they, it wasn't like they were. The pure way to do it is, this is 30 bucks and it's 30 bucks and I'm gonna give five bucks. What everybody did was, this is 30 bucks, I'm gonna charge five bucks and make it 35 bucks and I'm gonna give five bucks and look how good of a person I am. And they literally used it as disguise. So my whole thing when I, when I meet people is like, look, let's get to the punchline. I think you should ask me for something. Mazel tov, great, I get sales, like, and, and because it's just time. I'm trying to create safety for my employees, for my family, for acquaintances. Let's just like, I'm not gonna judge you if, you're, if you think that my platform or me can disproportionately help you, you should ask. Now, you need to be empathetic to understand everybody's asking that. And I've got a lot of my own shit that I gotta do and da 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 but I think I'm trying to figure out how to make it more acceptable because people are spending, nine, I mean it's unbelievable, you can have a, literally a one hour meeting where it's 58 minutes of people creating a mirage so that they can get to that two minutes and I'm like, fuck it, because I'll say yes or no one way or the other, whether there's the setup or not, depending on if I can do it or not. Yeah. Let's just get to that, because I'd love to have my 45 minutes back. <laughs> this is probably, in my opinion, the single most important word in the game right now, empathy. I know that there was a presentation yesterday about sales. I don't know what Jordan said, but here's what I can tell you. If he did not talk about empathy, he did not give you the most important attribute to being a great salesperson. You wanna be a great fucking salesperson? Think like the other person. Have empathy for what they care about. Put yourself in their situation. Everybody's so fucking selfish. When all the action, all the upside, all the fucking money is in being selfless. You need to understand that you're reverse engineering the situation. You have to have the right perspective of understanding that if you give 51% to somebody that you have so much leverage and you're 49 and everybody's running around trying to get 80% of the deal, 90% of the deal. Everybody's a sprinter and life's a marathon and I'm fascinated fascinated by how black and white obvious this is. Short-term plays, trying to get that arbitrage. Let me go run after the ICOs right now because that's where the fast money is. Same old bullshit and you're in a hamster wheel and most importantly, and here's the part that matters the most, you are not respected behind your back. And that, my friends, is your reputation, AKA your brand. And your brand is what you will trade on for the rest of your life. And so I come in here, guns a-blazing, in my first 10 minutes to talk about perspective. What are you trying to accomplish? And more importantly, why are you trying to get there so fast? How many people under 35 in this room? Raise your hands. Fuck. (laughs) I have, hey, you are hungry. And my man, the key to feeding yourself is patience. And that doesn't come natural when you're young. We love you. I love you back. And I love you back so much that I wanna fucking teach you the black and white that's obvious. This is not about me. This is about if you look at any winner, any winner that made it for herself, anybody you know that won, she put in hard work and deployed patience. 
Everybody thinks there's some shortcut. Everybody thinks they're gonna make one fucking video and it's gonna go viral and it's gonna change their fucking life. No, no. This is fucking 25, 30 years in the making. It takes time. And when you're patient and realize that you're running a marathon, your perspective changes. Dumb shit doesn't matter. A little setback doesn't matter because it's a fucking day in a lifetime. And if you start understanding where we're actually going with health trends, you 35 year old and unders, you're gonna live to 100 fucking 20 years old, you fucking assholes. (laughs) So what the fuck are you running so hard for? You got 100 fucking more years to go. You're trading on fucking centuries. Come on, please wrap your head around this. Shortcuts, I fucking followed the hashtag yesterday of who came to this conference, okay? And I spent a nice little hour last night digging into what you were saying and what you're about. And my collective belief is that an unbelievable percentage of people here just lack patience. They want it so bad. They want it tomorrow. And it brings me back to the other thing about stuff. Planes and champagne and nightlife and wanting it so bad, it goes back to the same place. People are insecure. You want it so fast because you want to stick it to your dad who said you couldn't. You want it so fast because you want to show your buddy that you're better than him. You want it so fast, you want it so fast, and what's scary to me is every time you try to do a move that's fast, you're one inch closer to not getting there in the first place. And so I implore you to take a step back and understand that this is all about patience, that this is all about empathy, that this is all about something my dad taught me early on because I was a good, solid bullshit artist in the making until I started working for my dad's business when I was 14 and my dad suffocated me because he, my dad thinks lying is embellishing just a little and he taught me that, that your word is bond. Because I promise you, what people say behind your back matters way more than you could ever imagine. All of you, all of you, if you're not doing the right thing, have lost a big deal behind your back because somebody double checked and somebody else said you're an asshole. Uh, It's just, uh, if there's anything you could personalize for uh, inspirational pass for for the holidays. Holidays. What's up man, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, First and foremost, just, you know, Having a dad like who loves you so much, who somehow finagled my time. You know, you know, hard my time. Kyle, you know this. Like, I don't have any time. Like, I can't even hang out with like Xander. Like, to you know, you're just very blessed, and I'm very lucky, and the byproduct of loving parents. And first, I want to give a shout out to your pops. You know, from my perspective, this is part where maybe pops and mom and grandma might not like it as much. Don't listen to anybody. Trust your soul. Trust what you feel in your gut. Now respect everybody is different. Actually, respecting everybody is very different than listening to everybody. I don't listen to anybody. I respect everybody. This is, Kyle, I just want you to know, because I looked at DRock just now because we need this clip. That's actually the first time I've articulated actually, you know, I mean, you definitely know this. You, you know, like, that's it. Listen to no one, respect everyone. Of course, be empathetic to what your parents want, your teachers want, your friends want, but know yourself. You're a young dude entrepreneurs, you gotta go inside yourself, you gotta try things, don't be scared. Fear, fear is not part of the equation when there's hustler and entrepreneurs like you and I and so as you go into 2017 and you go into this incredible journey that is life, just watch this video when you're losing the path, when you're questioning yourself and just remember 
there's another character out in the world that is all about blindly following his gut, his heart, and is willing to take his losses along with his wins because that's the cost of entry. Do not be scared of losing, do not be scared of letting anybody down because that's part of trusting yourself and being a purebred entrepreneur. Good luck to you. I hope we get to cross paths more often in the future and have a great, great holiday. What I really want people to understand is that for a lot of you, your passion, painting, singing, um, surfing, bike riding, cooking, uh, you may not be good enough to be the business person as well. And, and this whole notion of do what you love is also a funny kind of iteration in my brain of like do what you love and tag your partner. What I mean by that is, you know, I, I love business. You know, if you really think about it, the content or the art that I put out is business content while being a businessman. So it's not this big yin and yang. Whereas if I loved being a rapper, you know, like, sorry, you know, how to make money in that world if I wasn't a business person would be much more difficult. And I think that the the thing that's really interesting is we have to take a real step backwards right now and really understand that you have to audit yourself. Are you equally an artist and a business person. And the truth is there's so far and few between of those, right? You know, there's just a lucky few that happen to be both artistic and have that kind of like, you know, it's left brain, right brain dynamics, have that skill to be a salesperson, to be a business operator. So if you're not one of these people, you need to recognize you can do what you love, you just have a vulnerability, which is the risk of finding the right partner. But if this video does anything for anybody, uh, the one thing I hope that happens is that we realize that there are perfect you know, happiness marriages out there professionally, right? Where somebody loves being an operator or a salesperson or a businessman or woman, but they have no art to sell, right? They are, they are at the mercy of the product that they're selling. And on the flip side, we have these artists who, you know, are just incredible at making pottery or, or are just killers on Etsy, uh, but don't know how to take it to the next level outside of making a couple of bucks here and there that, you know, I could take any arts and craft person right now, any person that draws, I could take any person that draws in the world and create a million dollar business. Just can, I can sell a million dollars worth of any drawing in the world average person because I know how to build a story. I know how to make it about the artist. I would build up the artist. I would leverage eBay, I would leverage Etsy, I would leverage blogs, I would leverage Instagram and Pinterest. I just know what to do. It's what I'm great at, but I can't draw for shit. What up podcast? Uh, Super, super flattered and humbled for your attention, trying to completely dominate and rock the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Another thing we're rocking is on every Monday, we send out a ridiculous email at GaryVaynerchuk.com. Go to GaryVaynerchuk.com, sign up for the email list. Uh, Not only are we putting original content, but a big strategy for me in 2018 is to disproportionately surprise and delight the email newsletter, a la, you know, I don't know, giving away 10 Porzingis signed jerseys randomly for the first 10 people that read the email that day or fly people in here or blah, 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 or VIP. If you're in Utah on the 13th, here's the front row of my speech. Not only am I crushing the content weekly on my email newsletter and I'm not, and I'm not, and I mean this, abusing it. We've been, un- by the way, I want to abuse it. I want to email every day, right hooks, but I've been jabbing the fuck out of my email newsletter. If you're not part of it, you're fucking up. You're smart enough to be on the podcast, but if you're not on the email, you're not complete. Check it, GaryVaynerchuk.com.